1: welcome to another episode of real estate fight club what's up jennifer merlin yo oh my god
2: are you doing some karate moves what are you doing
1: you're watching this on youtube you take taekwondo i'm doing doing, uh tai chi oh tai chi aren't you supposed to have like a ball you spin around or something something? like that yeah yeah or um my wife sometimes does chigong it's very like energy moving with nothing in your hands <laughs> pretend there's a ball in your hand it's very strange sounds weird this reminds
2: me of this um one time I always think that I want to try yoga but like my center of gravity is like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you know anyway if you've never seen me in real life maybe look at some pictures
1: stop stop, stop. Like... you at yoga I love yoga I just find it difficult i'm so stiff like in my hips and stuff i yeah. cannot do the moves you gotta st- well i was in this
2: beginner yoga class mind you and okay. this girl in front of me was doing all this crazy shit. i was like wow She's amazing. Like I'm watching her, and I'm trying to do stand on, you know, one finger or whatever. I, watch, and I was like, "Wow, this girl is so amazing." I wish I could be like that. And I just like fell right over. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm just gonna stay
1: here." Fuck this. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's funny. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I'm really glad you're here. We love having you tune in and love having you share uh, this episode with anyone you think might join. Because today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. How do you know if you are an entrepreneur? Oh, an entrepreneur. How do you know if you're truly meant for and set up to be an entrepreneur? And if you're acting like an entrepreneur, if you are one, or if you're just playing one on TV? (laughs) What
2: do you think, Monica?
1: So, okay. I think it's interesting time in our lives because the internet has created a platform for lots of entrepreneurship. You know, I mean, and certainly we as real estate agents, we are 1099 and in the eyes of the IRS, that means we're business owners. Mm -hmm. So in that way you would think we're entrepreneurs, but I think an entrepreneur is more than just, Hey, I own a business. So I'm an entrepreneur. I look at entrepreneurship as kind of a, more of a mindset than a, Mm -hmm. than a stamp, you know? Um, Interesting. What's the mindset? yeah the mindset would be one obviously extreme independence and wanting to take on your own success and future and be responsible for that. I think an entrepreneur has to have the spirit of understanding time like patience and time. Uh, that it I takes to grow a business. You're out. I know you're not an entrepreneur. I've struggled with that piece for sure. So I feel like it's more of like a packaged, almost a character set of characteristics versus a stamp of like, you're an entrepreneur because you own a business. And I feel like a lot of people want to dig in and be an entrepreneur because they like the upside of it. Right. Oh, yeah. I make my own hours and you know, a be my boss, a and lie. whatever. <laughs> And it's just the absolute worst reason to become an entrepreneur. Um, I think it's in your DNA. I I really do. I don't know that you can. I mean, I guess some people can learn it, but what do you think? I really don't think you can. I think like, well, one, I don't think you have to know how to spell it to
2: be it. Yeah, Thank goodness. The. The definition literally reads a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risk in order to do so. I feel like that's like a baseline because there are people that are willing to take on financial risk, but I think you're right. There is this whole like essence of like Mm -hmm. you are, you are taking responsibility of creating your own job. Like I remember a few years ago, this guy asked me, he was like, what would you do if you lost your job? And I literally was like, I do not understand what you're saying. Like, what is your question? And he's like, what if you lost your job? I was like, I literally don't know what you mean. I don't have a job to lose. I don't understand what you're saying. Like (laughs) I would just like, if I couldn't be a real estate agent, I would just like do something else. Like I would literally just like do something else. I would start I would literally start something else.
1: Right, exactly. Like, that is the DNA of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like you like, I think it requires
2: like a level of courage. Mm-hmm. I think it also requires like this level of like everybody does it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. I know how to do it right, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. <laughs> control and choose or whatever. Yep.
1: I agree. I if I had to like boil it down to a sentence, I think if you are willing to fail many times mm-hmm. you have the entrepreneurial spirit and still so get up and keep going and get up and keep going. And, and that is what separates obviously in most t- in most scenarios, good agents from bad agents. Uh, that's not the right way to say that. Sorry. Successful agents from su- agents that struggle to mm-hmm. succeed. I don't mean good and bad. I'm sorry. Please do not send me hate me. Unsubscribe. No, do I'm not unsubscribe. <laughs> that was just actually me using wrong words. Sorry. Um, <laughs> But an entrepreneur is willing to, does not see failure as like a a final moment. is just a learning moment and a pivot moment. Or like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah, whoa, that, okay, we're gonna have to try that again. And so many agents that I see, and we're only talking about agents because that's the context of who you and I talk to most, but they struggle with failure and uh, fear, so much fear. Like Most entrepreneurs are fearful, but they do it anyway. Right. So how
2: do you know, like, I I would say, I don't think all real estate agents are entrepreneurs. Do you agree? Agreed. Agreed. So, but if you're not an entrepreneur, you could still be successful real estate. Yes. Uh Yes.
1: I think so. You're just running, you're, you're operating your business a little different, uh, differently. You're maybe staying kind of within bounds of what a traditional, you know, business looks like. Should you have to be an entrepreneur to be a real estate agent? No, I think for the reason you just said, it does not require it. I mean, if I wanted to get into real estate because I wanted to sell four homes a year so that I could pay for Christmas gifts every year, then I should have the right to do that. I know you disagree and you want to blow it up and she shouldn't yeah. be able to do that. I get it. But I think that's the beauty of our businesses. It, it serves a lot of it's purposes. It's the beauty
2: and the curse, right? So mm-hmm. let, let's talk about the downside of being an
1: entrepreneur. It's, it's all on you. Like, it's all on you. There's nobody else to point to, you know, it's always it. Like nobody, my boss ahead.
2: is always a jerk. And now it I'm just the boss. You're the jerk. Like, the <laughs> yeah, Like My
1: boss is still a jerk. It's just me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's nobody like delivers your mail. You have to like mail stuff yourself. Yeah, that's right. You know, when you are an entrepreneur and you're building something, you've got to be all the things. You're the mailroom. You're the, you know, custodian. You're the uh, marketing person. You're the president. You're the all the things. And I think too many people think uh, entrepreneurship is the role of the owner, the founder. Right. And they're not willing to see that a true entrepreneur is in the dirt. Yeah, uh, if you want a a great person to tune into on this subject matter is Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you uh-huh. ever listen to him? I mean, this is um what he talks about a lot. A he's lot. He's a man. He's intense and he's an entrepreneur in his like own like,
2: yeah. I always kind of thought like as an entrepreneur you kind of like had to have a lot of different businesses. Mm. Mm-hmm. And in like kind of almost not necessarily like related either. Like mm-hmm. all the businesses I own are related, you know? Mm-hmm, but I was yes. like thinking about it. I was like, you know, I, it's just because that's what I'm interested
1: in. Do you think entrepreneurs are by nature a creative? I think that's not a requirement. Okay.
2: I think could be- it's more required that, because I don't know that you have to be like creative. I think you just have to... I don't
1: know. No, I don't think that's a requirement. Do you? Okay. No, not necessarily. But I think it is the creative outlet for a lot of people. You know, when we just say creative, we might feel like drawing or art or singing or something like that. But uh when you said like I want to start something new or start, you know, have many businesses, I think that's a creative outlet for people, like trying new things. That's yeah. always been a thing for me. Like the joke is I don't sit still and, you know, <laughs> wait for something before I go try something else. Like that's right that's my form of creativity, right? But I think that's entrepreneurial for me, but that doesn't mean, I think that doesn't mean it. Yeah,
2: it's an interesting topic, but um, you wanna take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break, check out our partners. And when we return, we'll have some final thoughts. I have always had a coach and sometimes even two or three at the same time. But a couple of months ago, I was feeling stuck. Like I felt unmotivated or burnt out or something. It just wasn't right. And I knew that I needed to find a coach. So I started my search. I went all over the internet. I went to all the Facebook groups. I asked all my friends who they use. And I finally found John Kitchens. And since working with him, I have gotten my mojo back. He holds me accountable. He keeps me focused. He drives results. And I am excited to announce that he's stepped up and partnered with us on this podcast. So if you're looking to get your mojo back, head over to coachkitchens.com, click on book a call and use code fight club to get a free business
1: assessment. Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to real estate fight clubs, newest partnership cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my cyberbacker. Been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, cyberbacker, has figured out the system. From the interviewing process to find out what I need, to the interviewing process to interview several cyber backers, to the onboarding process, to the training process, very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step, and cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club, and you will be getting a free gift, all right? Do it. Make the call. See ya. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside the ring and close out this with our final round. You know, while we were listening to our fabulous partners, I thought of two words when I think of entrepreneurship. Tell me if you agree with these or if you have different words. Disagree. Tenacious and resourceful. And that resourceful word to me is where the entrepreneur is never victim and they're never stuck and it's never over and it's never failed. Like they're always going to find a way. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that's, I think that's right. It comes there too.
2: Yeah. I think that's it. Cause it's like, we're going to succeed most of the time for an entrepreneur. There's this, there's this undertone of like, I'm going to succeed even though people said I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. There's like, Mm -hmm. it's happening. I'm not taking no for an answer. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. giving up. This is what's Mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Like I don't care. Do you think passion comes into play at all in entrepreneurship? Like for success to be there? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No,
2: because that leads, the passion pulls you through the hard times, Mm -hmm. because I think this is something that people don't realize when they go to start something, there's a lot more hard than there is easy. Mm -hmm. And you do need the patience. And in order to have that, you have to have passion
1: Mm -hmm. and you
2: have to have like stick to itiveness.
1: Do you, I feel like, do you think that some people just have passion for building things. It doesn't matter what the business is. I like love to build it or break it down and build it again or whatever. I don't have that passion. I have to have a passion for what I'm actually building. But some people just love the art of the deal, which I think is a Trump book. Wasn't that? I don't book? know. <laughs> the, you know, the art of the deal. What's that? You said Trump. Yeah, he oh he's God. not my favorite author. I can't imagine that he would. But we're be. not going to talk politics on the real estate fight club because we don't, we don't, we 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 just don't want to go there. <laughs> um. So yeah. So what do you think about that? I guess the passion can look different. To I think different you have to have passion
2: for what it is that you're doing there has to be like a why there has to be something that pulls you through when everything is going wrong you have to have like this belief that what you're doing is for something Mm -hmm.
1: so what do you think the message is to our listeners who are realtors obviously and 1099 business owners and they're wondering am i entrepreneurial. I'm not, I don't think, how can I be successful? Like what's the message to agents in, I think that in the space?
2: I think that most agents probably are entrepreneurs. And I think that, you know, because you have this, like, I don't know, like you're annoying about real estate. <laughs> That's you, good. you can't, it's like a topic you always talk about. It's mm-hmm. like, you always are trying to make your business better. You're always looking out for like your clients. Like you want the best for
1: everybody you want. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. most, I think
2: most agents probably are entrepreneurs.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's just having an aha when you were saying that, because You know, I'm entrepreneurial for sure. That's my spirit and my brain. I'm always trying something new and building something. And I've worked for myself uh, as 100% commission since I can remember. Yeah. However, I don't think that's why I've had success in real estate because my real passion is helping agents. It's not Uh, selling houses. Yeah. So I don't know how that plays all in um, I guess at one point my entrepreneurial focus was the real estate, but now it's so much bigger than that. that yeah, I, I think I it's like, kind of- yeah, I guess that kind of
2: makes sense too, because like I got into real estate to buy investment property. So like my mm-hmm. passion is actually investment property and the right. other income we can generate by being a real estate agent. And so I like that piece of it because real mm-hmm. estate gives me the money to do the freedom for what I really want to do.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. But that doesn't mean that we're not both entrepreneurs. But I think that's exactly why we are entrepreneurs, because we have found what fuels the thing we want. Yeah. And sometimes you have to do the thing that fuels the thing that you want right. so that you can have that. Boom. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that's Agreed. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was okay, no good. knockout here. Okay, good. No knockout. No. <laughs> I wonder, if, All right. people, I wonder if,
2: if people, if the listeners, if you feel that like you're an entrepreneur, if that you are an entrepreneur and what have you met an agent that wasn't and what do you think the difference was?
1: Yeah, would love to hear that. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram, send us a private message, post it, whatever you want to do. Curious to know if you think you are an entrepreneur and if we missed something in this discussion that you feel like is a key component of being an entrepreneur. Love to hear from you. Real Estate Fight Club podcast on both of those and you can go to YouTube as well. We're we're rocking it there too. Yeah, baby. We're trying to be everywhere, Jen. I don't know. We're not trying. We're we are. We're it. We're, we're surrounding are. you. That's right.
2: That's like right. us everywhere. And then if you have a question about EXP and want to learn more about why Monica and I switched, uh feel free to call us at 513-400-1691. All right, Monica. See you next
1: time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
2: All right. I am here with our tiebreaker, Raul Atavle. Hey, Raul. How are you? Hey, you killed my last name. That's awesome. (laughs) Only 45 minutes of practice (laughs) before we jumped on here. But I want to... So you're not a real estate agent, but you are an entrepreneur which is why i thought you would be a great person to answer this question and even just for like a little bragging one of your companies was sold to google so that's exciting
0: it is exciting it was very exciting
2: yeah okay so you ready for your tiebreaker question i am let's do it how do you know if you're an entrepreneur
0: Ooh, i love this question i um, knew you would I do. I do. I love it. So the way I know and the way when I see somebody who says I really want to be an entrepreneur, what I look for are two things. One, do they have a vision, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do I have a vision? I have a very clear and defined vision. I look at it every day. I think about it every day. I'm obsessed with my vision. I think One, obsessed is a good
2: word, like literally obsessed. Like if it, if the vision were
0: real, you would be at stalker you would know every move. Oh, absolutely. I am a stalker of my vision. That is such a nice way to put it. I'm going to tell, I have some guys I mentor. I'm going to tell them that you're a stalker of your Sorry, vision. I'm just gonna Yes, okay. exactly. It's okay. I'll totally pay you for that. Great. The licensing fees on that. So okay. that's one. Like, uh-huh. Right. And, but I, I meet so many people who are like, I have a vision and I have the vision boards and all that stuff is really nice. And I'm yep. a believer in manifesting. Yeah. But it takes work. Right? right. So the other piece to having the vision and the vision boards and, and all that stuff is how much work are you willing to do? And are, are <laughs> all of it punched in the face and right. kicked in the gut and thrown to the ground? Are you willing to get back up and keep fighting? The vision and, does um, not like to be stalked is what you're saying. That's right. Yeah. And so I, I, have aggressively gotten up when I've been kicked down and what I found is the closer I get to the goal the bigger the challenges get and as long as I'm willing to stay the course it always works out always yeah. there is there is ne- for example I'll give an example of yesterday okay. I woke up that morning and I was and, and the goal was I'm going to close 3 venture capital deals today okay and I had 2 that were probably maybes and the one was there was no other like I didn't know where the third one was going to come. Okay, out, right. Okay, and it was nine o'clock at night that I was cold calling into old contacts in Cal into California uh-huh. for my third deal, and I accidentally got the CEO of a VC on the phone. Nice. And he was like, "Listen, I don't know if we need this now." I'm like, "Listen, I'll do this deal for for January only." Right. And he knows my rates, and he was like. Yeah, we'll sign a year deal. So we, I got a year deal because I was unwilling. Yeah, to, you know, like I wasn't gonna say, "Well, the universe didn't hand it to me. No. I needed to go create it." Right? Yeah, it um, sounds
2: like you also have to be like a little bit. I mean, obsession and insanity kind of go hand in hand a little bit, right?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Like, like that's the part of the doing whatever it takes part. But how long? What do you think? Like, how long? Because people say that I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So how do you know when you say that,
0: that how
2: can you tell you're talking to an entrepreneur?
0: Um, I I like to look at actions, right? Like, so I'll suppose I'm talking to an entrepreneur and or someone who thinks they're an entrepreneur. And I'll say, well, what are you doing? Do you have a vision? Yes, I have a vision. We'll describe it. And they describe this beautifully, this beautiful vision. And then I say, "Well, what have you done? What did you do yesterday?" Right. What and and they'll tell me all these things that they did, and, and I'll find that in those like 99 things they did, maybe one was an actionable item that that brought money in the bank closer to their goal. Right. Right right. That's not an entrepreneur. That's somebody who thinks they want to be an entrepreneur. That's someone who likes the idea of entrepreneur. Yeah. That's somebody who can actually spell the word entrepreneur. Oh my God. Right? Like how to spell? I can't spell it. I can't spell it. I have Google, you know, like yeah. I have <laughs> the spell check, spell check for yeah. a reason. Right. right. But this guy could actually spell it, but he has no idea what it actually means to be one. Right. So yeah. that's what, how many things in a day are you doing that are actionable items that are going to bring you closer to the money? So yeah. if you looked at my calendar, my calendar has, the, the way my calendar is set up is it's 70% actionable items and mm-hmm. 30% non actionable. Okay. Right. And, and my, my, my business has been built now that I have five full-time employees in this new business. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I do is what I love now, which is closing deals. Right. And everything else goes to the other people who do, you know, like, my clients, if my clients knew that I was, if, if my clients wanted me to service their deals, they would hate me. <laughs> it right? wouldn't get done properly. It wouldn't get done. But there's, I have very smart people who do yeah. those things, Right. But I've grown the business to the point now where I can do that. Right. In the beginning, if you're, if 70% of your calendar is not closing deals, you're not an entrepreneur.
2: Right. Now, that's great. These are really, really good. What are you? So, our audience, as as you know, are real estate agents. Right. What are you working on right now? Is there any business that you're doing that that we can
0: that would? Yeah, make- yeah. So, I I do LinkedIn marketing, very specifically mm-hmm. LinkedIn marketing. I have an affinity for real estate agents. I, I was a real estate agent in my, in undergrad and in grad school. I'm it's so actually. Sorry, Dave, I know I am too. <laughs> I'm still traumatized from those I years. I bet. Um, And I was in Florida of all places. So please don't don't judge me.
2: It's (laughs) it's better than California.
0: True, true. It is better than California, (laughs) Um, which I'm not in any of those places. Now I moved to Mexico and I'm now living on a really nice condo on the beach in Mexico. I I highly recommend it. But I, um, I would say that. So what we're doing today is we we have a, a, a SaaS tool that we've developed mm-hmm. that helps real estate agents use LinkedIn to generate listings and buyers. Nice. And and the key to, and the key to real estate, I, I think for realtors, the key is not the tools. There's lots of good tools out there. Is what kind of content are you using, and who's developing your content, mm-hmm. um, and who's managing the content, mm-hmm. right? Like. I know Jennifer, I've, I've seen Jennifer's content. It's phenomenal. It's, it's nice. obvious that she put time and effort and energy into it. Well, it is. I mean, it, your content's awesome. Thanks. Uh, I've seen other realtors out there on LinkedIn who've got content that looks like it came from the trash can next door. Like oh my God. Fence, <laughs> right. right? Um, but, and you too might have similar tools, but what content are you putting into the marketplace? So we write the content. We develop the content. We're very good at what we do. And all the job is of our clients is to engage with a client, with a prospective client once we bring them to the table. So, you know, once... once That's where the...
2: What is that expression about the pavement hits the road? Is that right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Where the... I don't know. I'm terrible at expressions. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I can get that. So you are able to help agents reach out through LinkedIn and get buyer and seller leads. And then when those leads come in they have to be then committed to the process of converting the leads. I mean, that's really where, that's what we know how to do. The rubber,
0: that's when the rubber hits the rubber road. Rubber meets the road. The not rubber, meeting. that's what it was.
2: <laughs> where something meets the
0: road. Something is it, meeting the road.
2: There's a driver because I hate driving. So whatever. Okay. Yeah, I like it. So if we wanted, um, if, if somebody wanted to learn more about that, they wanted to talk to you, what um, is the best way to get a hold of you?
0: Yeah, email is the best. And they, and it's just, it's Rahul at truenorthalliances.net. Okay. Um, And I can kick that over to you in an email.
2: Yeah, we'll put it in the notes too. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on. I really appreciate it.
0: You are so welcome. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.